It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello, and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I'm Vanessa Grace, your host. Welcome to 2020. Happy New Year. I'm so excited. This is going to be an awesome year. So I'm riding high because I threw a New Year's Eve party, which I don't normally do. I normally throw a Christmas party, and I was super happy with how it went. I rented a little cabin and asked my friends to show up in 1920s attire, and I acted like it was a speakeasy, and I went all out. I hired a caterer, I hired a bartender, and um, it all came together, and it was so much fun. And so if you want to see some pictures, I did a post on my Instagram over at Soul Amplified, and I might throw up a few more on my stories over the next few days uh, as more friends send me pictures. It was just so much fun to be together with everyone and bring in the new year with a toast. And I hope that you were with people that make you happy and that you love them and that they love you. Of course, with it being the new year, everyone's talking about resolutions and goal setting. And this is something that I'm actually really passionate about. And you probably don't know that because this podcast is all about, you know, overcoming your codependency and kicking it to the curb and how to do that using spirituality. And so today I'm going to talk a little bit about just one aspect of goal setting. You know, when we talk about goal setting and resolutions, it's often about, you know, what changes do you want to make or making more money or losing weight or working out? Like those are the really common ones. Oh, and people want to get out of debt. Like those are all the really common things that people want to do with their resolutions. And those are all good. I like people to focus on Um, going deeper into what they really want. And I think that one of the things that gets in the way of people being able to access what they really want and bring it into their lives is that they actually need to release something from themselves. They need to release stuff from their life. They need to release assumptions. They need to release um, old held belief systems, releasing things that are holding you back. So let's use an example from my life um, when I was first learning about the law of attraction. And the law of attraction, for those of you that don't know, is about what you're thinking about and what you're feeling about is what you're drawing to you. And so I was, you know, considering this and trying to figure out how to utilize this to help my life be better. And I was imagining a pair of shoes that I would like to have big shocker, right? A woman, except they weren't fabulous heels, although I like those. It was a new pair of Converse. I wanted a different pair of Converse. And um, I think at this time I wasn't willing to go out and spend $60 on a pair of Converse. Um, And so that's why I didn't just go buy a pair, right? Um, But I had a pair that I kind of was done with, but was like, well, I don't want to get rid of them because then I wouldn't have a pair at all. But I decided to practice this whole idea of 
releasing something to make room for something new. And I was exploring this concept with items in my home. Like, what would happen if I got rid of things um, and then there was space for something new to arrive? And so I tested it out with my Converse, which I think were pretty cool because they were made of denim. And how freaking awesome is that? But I kind of felt like they had lived their life with me and they needed to go on and live their life with somebody else. And probably at that time, I wouldn't have phrased it like that. I just would have said that I don't feel as passionate about them or something. They don't click with me as much. But now I know that their time with me was done. So I was bold and I got rid of them. I donated them to Goodwill or wherever, you know, some some thrift store. And then it wasn't too long after that that this other pair of Converse floated past my life and I was able to buy them. And they're just as cool. They're teal with a double tongue and the front tongue folds down and then it's got this really cool flower print inside, which is totally jazzy and just like me and like, boom, it was so fun. And I was so surprised that it took less than a month. And I think it was a couple weeks, but I'm going to say a month because I don't really remember for this other replacement thing that I wanted to come into my life. And I was like, holy crap, it worked. I released something. Granted, it was like a one-for-one trade, and that's not always the situation. But I released something, and then the thing that I wanted was able to have room to come into my life. And I've seen that more and more and more as I continue in my personal growth. And as I get rid of stuff in my life from my home that I no longer need anymore, um, um, like emotionally or like in terms of how I live my life or getting rid of old things that I thought that I needed that I thought were going to be useful for me, I found that more peace came to me and that I felt less stressed out in my home. And I wouldn't say that my home is a stressful place to be, but it was interesting how releasing material items that I thought were significant and then they would become like less significant to me and I would get rid of them and donate them somewhere and then um, new, new realities would become possible for me. Or, you know, I have a home office and that's normally where I record my podcast. Today I'm at my therapy office where I see my clients and I'm recording the podcast here today. Um, But at my home office, as I released things, I would find that it was easier to focus in that office because there wasn't as much stuff around me. Um, And I find that fascinating. And so then I was able to do more in my business, um, either with my therapy clients or my life coaching clients or, you know, in this podcast or with the people who are part of my People Pleaser Recovery Roadmap program and all these different ways that I could create more because my office was less cluttered. You know, there was less there to distract me. And so this, I kept finding out that releasing physical items from my life allowed either new physical items to come in, or it made me internally change myself so that I could focus better. And then new things would open up. So I want you to know that it wasn't that notice the order it wasn't that something new arrived so then oh now i can get rid of this because the new thing is here it was like a trust fall it was like i had to get rid of this stuff 
knowing that I needed something new and that this wasn't good for me anymore or useful for me anymore. So I had to let it go. I had to let it go. And then there had to be this period of like in between time where there was maybe nothing happening or it felt still or even maybe sometimes stagnant. And then in that period of blankness, um, something else could begin to emerge and then the new good thing could come in. Um, and I would maybe need to go find that thing or maybe it would float past my life and I would see it for what it was and bring it in. But I had to do it. it I had to bring it into my life. I had to notice that it was near me and capture it and bring it to me. It wasn't that um, it showed up without me doing anything. Because, you know, I got rid of the stuff or the idea. And then I had to see that this thing was near me in my orbit and snatch it and bring it in even farther. Or maybe I would get that idea and then I would have to act on it. And so you releasing something gives space um, to allow something new to enter. So you, many of you know that I did something called the School of Soul Wealth this past year where I was in a group coaching program for business and spiritual growth with uh, Ryan and Chris Yukomi, and they're my coaches. And I did so many things this year because of being in this program. Um, a lot of online technical things that I did, um, the journaling course that I ran online, um, webinars that I've done, a webinar that I'm going to be doing. I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, all these different things that I did, I did because of being in this program and learning how to do them. But, and that was the business part of it. But the spirituality part of it was that I was consistent with um, my morning routine like 80% of the time. Because I don't think that we have to be perfect every day to make progress. But if you are, uh, more power to you. And I really was able to get connected to myself and ask myself tough questions questions. And I did a lot of energy work on myself and I paid for energy work so that I could help release things that weren't good for me anymore. And I felt like I shed many, many layers of belief systems and understandings and emotions and old things from my past that maybe were holding me back in some way. If you're unwilling to release and shed yourself of a belief system about yourself that maybe has gone stagnant and withered and isn't healthy for you anymore, how are you gonna let something good come in when you can't release of something that is old? And so I would say to you that it's really important to pay attention, not just to the goals that you have for yourself for this year and resolutions and intentions, whatever you are calling it. Sometimes I feel like even before we begin that, we need to pay attention to what's getting in the way from that happening. And not just stuff, and not just the actions that we're taking in our life. Um, we need to pay attention to the beliefs that support our inaction, or the beliefs that support the action that is holding us back, that we need to stop doing. Look at what you need to release. It is so surprising how releasing things from your home or your garage, or your office, or your place of work can move things around inside you. It's almost like they're an external symbol of what's happening inside you, your stuff. And so if you don't know how to release beliefs or um, actions, start with stuff 
get rid of something, give it to a friend, um, donate it, recycle it. Um, they've got a great program at, oh, what's the name of that store? H&M. If you have objects that you want to get rid of that are made of textiles, but they're not good enough to go to like a Goodwill or a Value Village or some other thrift store, you can take it to H&M and they have a bin that you can put the textiles in so that they'll get recycled, um, which I think is awesome. And I use that all the time for things that I need to get rid of, but you can't send them to a Goodwill because they would throw them out. And I don't like that because I don't want it to go in the trash. So like there's all these different ways that you can release material items from your life and then begin to notice how you feel differently in the spaces in your house. Begin to notice um, how you feel differently inside, what you start to think about. Notice what shows up that can be something that's good for you because you released some things that are physical. That's one basic place that you can start. So another um, example of things that I was able to get rid of was the belief that my codependency had to do with the people around me. And I know that's a really big one, but I, I feel like it's a really good example. And of course, so on point for what we talk about here in this podcast. So I really felt like I felt all jacked up inside because of the behaviors of the people around me. But in fact, I felt jacked up because I was allowing those people's behaviors to influence me. And that I felt like I needed to fix them because they weren't fixing themselves. But codependency is about not choosing to fix other people for them. It's choosing to not overfunction for others. And so I had to accept that I was trying to work on other people and work harder than them. And then the problem with why I was feeling all messed up, which was, yes, I, you know, I have people that I love that weren't doing good things, but it was that um, I felt like they had to be fixed when in fact I had to fix myself and correct my brain that I had to make it happen. It wasn't my job. It's not my job now. It wasn't my job then. And that is what the whole process of codependency is about. And um, as a person who has done pretty good in life, it was like a gut punch to find out that I had totally messed up in this way and having this perspective and recognizing in my life all the ways that codependency had been present and processing it. And so it was like I had to release um, almost this belief that I had done pretty good. And you know, I have done pretty good, but not in that one area. And so I needed to realize that I'm human and I make mistakes and that I'm still lovable even though I had been ingrained with this mistaken belief system that my family didn't know they were giving me. Um, and it was all out of the goodness of their hearts, but that now I know better, I'm doing better, and I'm going to try and help other people do better. And so when I released um, kind of the need to be right, the need to have it not be me, the need to be the person who was always okay, when I was able to release that and see the truth um, of my own participation in my own situation, that I was actually an integral part of my own pain, 
um, when I was able to release that and process it, which was in stages over time, like that wasn't a one moment or a one week situation. Like that's what I did throughout my own codependency recovery, right? But as I did that in different layers, I was able to allow more healing to come in. I was able to see myself for who I really was. And that meant because I was seeing myself for who I really was, I now knew what I was capable of. I was able to set clearer boundaries. I was able to decide who I wanted to be now that I knew this about myself. And so more good things could come to me because I had shed so many of my unhealthy patterns, which were really ingrained in thoughts and emotions and all the way down to my nervous system about how my nervous system would react to things. And even now I'm still noticing and learning about how my nervous system reacts to things and wondering, hmm, how ingrained is that? When did I learn that? And doing the whole like self psychoanalysis thing that I do because it's fascinating to me. And then it can help me apply it to other people and help them with their lives. But I wouldn't be where I am today if I hadn't chosen to realize deep truth about myself and let go of some assumptions that I had and allow in truth. And so when you let yourself see truth and release belief systems that aren't working for you anymore or that shine yourself in a way that is inaccurate, and when you hold yourself back, you are stifling your full potential that you have, and you're stifling all the good gifts that I know that you have to bring to the world. That is why I really encourage you to contemplate what you need to release in addition to any goal setting intentions or resolutions that you want to make. If what I've been saying to you today is interesting and fascinating to you, then you're going to want to sign up for my webinar, Live Your Vision in 2020. It's all about a different way of looking at goal setting. And it's the kind of stuff that I've been talking about just now. So we're going to talk about how people pleasers may struggle to set goals because of the clutter in their mind of listening to what other people want. We're going to talk about how not having a clear path for the entire uh, goal can hold people back and even admitting something that they want. And we're going to talk about how to deal with the fear that comes with that and move through it anyway. If you really want to accomplish something this year, and it doesn't have to be something external that other people can see, it could just be internally. Who do you want to be? If you feel like you want a nudge, a, a support, um, new ways to look at goal setting than what is being talked about, you know, on the radio or on the surface, then I encourage you to go sign up. This webinar is going to be January 8th. That's a Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And you can sign up at soulamplified.org slash live your vision. I'm so excited to bring this to you because I feel like I have a lot of unique skills around goal setting that intersect with my, my other specialties. 
And I want to bring that unique perspective to you, my listener, so that you can benefit and you can grow and you can heal because, you know, that's all the stuff I care about. So go check it out, soulamplified.org slash live your vision. Everyone, go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.